0: Hello from the newsroom of the Financial Times in London. I'm Suzanne Blemson. Today, we're looking at the decision by Google to move the health unit of its London-based DeepMind subsidiary from London to California. Malcolm Moore discusses what's behind the move and why it has raised concerns about UK patient data with MaddyMeter merger. Hi,
1: Maddie. Hi. So, can you tell us, first of all, about DeepMind? what they do, and a little bit about their relationship with their parent company, Google, as well.
0: Sure. DeepMind is an artificial intelligence company, and the way they brand themselves is they're more of a research and development outfit, and they've amassed this huge talent of AI researchers from all around the world here in London. And they were acquired by Google in 2014 for quite a big sum of money, £400 million. Even though they had no business model, no commercial products at the time, they were just academics with an idea for solving intelligence, they call it. Pretty lofty goal.
1: Why do you think Google wanted to pay £400 million for them?
0: I think now that's sort of been vindicated because everybody wants to be doing AI. Everybody wants to integrate artificial intelligence and machine learning into the way they do business, into their products. Because of all of the data that's generated, machine learning is kind of the gold standard way to make sense of all of that data and to get something intelligent out of it. It's kind of the combination of human and machine intelligence to make more money and find products that never existed. So now we understand why Google put such a big premium on AI. And yeah, now they're trying to commercialize it.
1: Okay. So one of the most high profile things that DeepMind has been working on is health. And they've been doing a lot of work with the NHS. Can you tell us a little bit about what that work has been and what they've done so far?
0: Yeah. So um, DeepMind started DeepMind Health as one of the ways in which they could show how AI can help solve real world problems. And one of the first things they did was this app called Streams, which actually has no AI in it. And they were clear to mention that at the beginning, but obviously being an AI company, that's the direction it's moving in. But currently it's a patient management app, which sounds quite mundane, but basically helps doctors and nurses know when a patient is having an emergency situation, their parameters are all over the place and they can go and attend to them immediately. Right. And with the NHS currently functioning on pages and PCs, this is pretty radical for them to have a mobile solution and to address these issues quickly. Right. So they've rolled out with the Royal Free Trust already. So it covers the data of about one point six million NHS patients at that trust. And they're now signing deals with more trusts around the UK.
1: OK, so the, the app basically sends alerts to the phones of doctors and nurses so they can respond quickly. Exactly. What sort of data does that involve then?
0: So every piece of data attached to an individual with that condition that the doctor and nurse would need is part of that data set their particular use case at the moment is for people who have kidney injuries so I assume that would be all of the data around that patient's condition which would include think about if you go into a hospital with a condition what you would need to give them you know all your baseline medical characteristics and readings plus what happened and what drugs you're taking and all of the parameters around that.
1: Okay and so now DeepMind which is until now always operated independently has said that it's transferring the control of this health division back to Google and it will be run out of a unit in California. What are the implications of that?
0: Yeah, so they say that nothing is changing because nobody's moving to California, no one's coming here. But yes, they will be reporting in to a person in California. And I think it's a pretty big deal because they're shutting down DeepMind Health as a unit within DeepMind. And this will be folded into Google's larger commercial health efforts to be run by somebody whose main expertise is in commercializing health. So it's clearly got a commercial imperative. And what will change is that Google will be the processors of this data that NHS will share with them. Um, Is that decided? well I mean, is that a sure thing well that's what the transfer means but of course everybody has kind of confirmed that the contracts need to be renegotiated and both parties have to be happy with the new contracts etc but yes you know, DeepMind Health doesn't exist. It's now going to be part of Google Health. So if they want to continue this work, the NHS has to work with Google. That seems a logical extension.
1: Right. Okay. So this is really Google now starting to think about ways in which it can make money out of the projects that DeepMind has been working on. Let's just go back to the data itself. I think I'm right in saying that DeepMind has said that the data is owned by the NHS rather than by DeepMind. But what does that mean? And If the data is being processed by Google, where will it be processed? And how does ownership sort of come into that
0: yeah this is super complicated and i've been part of twitter threads where people are just saying a hundred different things and that's actually part of the problem right nobody knows and the more murky this whole thing is the easier it is for people to get away with things because it isn't clear and isn't all written down but you know so far within the law we know that whoever works with the nhs whatever partner that may be google or anybody else they have access to all of that data and they're processing it within their own servers but they can't use it for any other purpose other than the one they've said they're going to use it for, if that makes sense. Right. So they will only be using it for streams to provide that service to the doctors. They can't suddenly use it to sell advertising on Gmail right. for, I don't know, kidney drugs. <laughs> if they think that you might have this problem, that's illegal. Right. But as long as they you know, sign that contract and say they won't use it for any other purposes, the data is theirs to process.
1: Okay, but presumably they could use it to develop new applications or to improve streams and create some sort of new services based out of that.
0: Yes. So I think based on the current contracts, it's quite a narrow definition of what they're allowed to do. But this isn't to say that this product won't grow under Google. And, you know, Google is a global multinational company, so I'm not sure that they just want to use streams at the royal free trust. They'll probably take the learnings from that and apply it globally, which means they will want to build it into a larger product. And they might, for example, want to use Google Cloud as a way to store that data, etc. You know, they have multiple products that could work well to scale this. And the whole point of this is to scale. So it's open as to what they'll do with it. But of course, it has to be within a legal framework.
1: So one of the things that DeepMind did when it began work in the health division was to set up a panel of experts to basically scrutinize how it was doing and whether there were areas of improvement needed. Now, I think we don't think that panel of experts will continue its sort of scrutiny work now that it's part of Google. Is that a worrying thing? Should patients be worried about that? Should the government be worried about that?
0: So I think the fact that it doesn't exist in its current form anymore is it just it's a red flag, right? Because they haven't come out and said yet that they think this is a big priority and they're going to keep them on. Maybe they will in future. But over the last couple of weeks, when everybody has been worried about it, there's been no word from them about whether this is something they intend to keep on. So I think the fact that this independent ethical panel is no longer in existence is something that The government, the NHS itself, and the rest of us who are looking at these deals should think about. I don't know if worry is the right word, but we should be scrutinizing it and looking at what happens with it. Because the intention was great. You know, DeepMind set it up so that there is a third party overseeing this complicated relationship between your and my health data and Google. And the fact they don't exist anymore, it's just really disappointing. And it shows why everybody's worried.
1: Okay. So just to sum up then, I mean, I suppose on the one hand, good news that Streams has been successful and will now be rolled out probably on a larger scale. But there do seem to be quite a lot of questions about what will happen, especially here in the UK, what will the relationship with the NHS be? What do you think is going to come next on this story?
0: I think you're right. It is a beneficial thing if people can be helped out by this. But I think there needs to be a lot more communication, transparency and clarity from specifically Google, who's now going to be running this. And as we discussed, the person running it is not in the UK and may not have the same understanding of the culture of how we relate to NHS data here in the UK. So I think going forward, there will have to be a transparent structure to show how this works. Otherwise, it's going to start worrying us even more as the project scales.
1: Thanks very much, Maddie.
0: Thank you. That was Malcolm Moore talking to meet Meeter Merger. Thanks for listening. We'll be back with another news feature later this week. In the meantime, if you're not already a subscriber and would like to discover more FT content, do take a look at our latest subscription offer at ft.com slash offer.
1: Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new edition of the Capital Ideas podcast.